Holly for organising that video. Good morning, everyone. It's great to be with you this morning on this great day of celebration um, as we come to Easter Sunday. Uh, For me, watching that video, what stood out to me um, that I personally loved was the encouragement that as we reflect across the Easter period, um, to not only reflect on the fact that Jesus Christ died on the cross in our place for our sins, which is absolutely true, uh, but also the fact that he did not remain dead, but he was risen back to life again. But just for a minute, I want you to stop and think about uh, what if that didn't happen? What if the tomb was never emptied? What if Jesus died and that was the end of the story? Would that change the story? How would that change the story? What would the implications be for you and I? If Jesus Christ died on the cross but did not raise again, what would the consequences be for you and I today? Personally, I think there'd be huge consequences. Because for me, when it comes to the gospel, and specifically how we celebrate it and how it's told in this Western world across an Easter weekend in the Christian calendar, the resurrection of Christ on Easter Sunday sort of acts somewhat like an epic conclusion. Not that it's the end of the story, the story continues, and, and, but without the resurrection, everything that's happened up until that point makes no sense. It's only with the resurrection that everything that Jesus has said, everything that Jesus has done up until that point holds any validity and makes any sense at all. For instance, have you ever watched through a series of movies before or read through a series of books? Um, When you start out, the story begins and the further you progress in the series, it it gets deeper and deeper. Uh, But when you finish a book or a movie in the middle of the series, often you're left with a bunch of loose ends. You're left with a bunch of questions, things that are designed to make you want to see the next instalment because nothing makes sense yet, nothing has been resolved You need the next episode as such. Oh, I knew the kids would be in here today. So, Harry Older, I thought of you when I pulled this one up. Um, There we go. Oh, and Matt Rowland, there you go. You're as big a fan as Harry is. Um, For instance, in the middle of the original Star Wars trilogy, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it yet, like, get with the times, people. But at the end, towards the end of The Empire Strikes Back, uh, Darth Vader reveals that he is Luke Skywalker's father. The, the main bad guy reveals that he's the main, one of the main good guys' dads. And you're left thinking, how on earth does this happen? What happens next? How does this resolve itself? Uh, the majority of people here will know exactly how it resolves itself because we have another movie in The Return of the Jedi. In Return of the Jedi, this acts as the epic conclusion to the original trilogy. And it ties up and it makes sense of all the things that have gone before it to this point. Uh, Luke ends up in a good relationship with his dad, despite both of them cutting limbs off each other at times. Uh, I'm sure there's a bit of things to work through there. Ewoks have a celebration. If you don't know what Ewoks are, talk to Matt. Um, uh, Han gets together with Leia. The Empire's defeated. Everything wraps up pretty nicely at this point. Without this conclusion, if it finished at the end of the, the middle movie, then there's a bunch of loose ends and we're left with a number of things that don't make any sense. This is a conclusion 
And I want to suggest that it's a similar concept when it comes to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The story continues, but it acts as a conclusion. It's the resurrection that acts as the conclusion that ties together and makes sense of everything that's happened up until this point. Without the resurrection, everything's left in complete disarray. If Jesus dies on the cross in our place for our sins, if the story ends there, then we're left asking ourselves, well, how does this work out now? What does this mean? And it would have some drastic eternal consequences for each one of us. If Jesus died but did not rise again, then all the prophecies of a crucified and risen Saviour are, are false. If Jesus died but did not rise again, then we're wasting our time here as we're worshipping a God that is not alive but is dead. Without the resurrection, death has not been defeated. Without the resurrection, sin has not been conquered and you and I are still set to be punished for our sin and to be separated from the God of the universe. But praise be to God that we know that isn't the case. You see, God didn't finish the story partway through. He didn't stop at Good Friday when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, but he brought it to an epic conclusion three days later when he rose Jesus from the grave and brought him back to life again. He made sense of all things up until that point, and that is what we celebrate today. And Holly read it for us, but we read it in the Bible in Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 8. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. It's the resurrection of Jesus Christ that is proof that everything Jesus said about himself was true. It's the resurrection that is proof that what Jesus said he would do, he did. And what Jesus promised it all meant, it means. The resurrection is like the validity of the gospel message. It's like the stamp being put on a check saying, cleared. The price that's actually been paid for your sins, uh, all right, it was in this holding period. But now the funds have cleared. It's actually dealt with. And friends, take heart today as we celebrate that you and I do not worship a dead God, but one that is well and truly alive today. And the good news is that through his resurrection, he has shown that this, while it's made sense of everything up until this point, that this is not the epic conclusion. But this is the continuation of the story where it goes of him wanting to involve us. The resurrection proves that Jesus Christ wants us to know him personally. You see, when the stone to the tomb was rolled away, I don't believe that was to create the fastest escape possible for Christ. If he wanted to escape, he could have got himself out of there whenever he wanted. But rather, I think the stone being rolled away symbolises not escape, but rather access an invitation for the disciples and for you and I to go in and unite with him 
not in his death, he's not there, but in the newness of life that he brings. This empty tomb is all about access for us to the God of the universe. It's not about escape for him. And ultimately, this is what we celebrate specifically here on Easter Sunday, that through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we are no longer bound to sin and death. We no longer need to be separated from the just God of the entire universe, but through Christ and Christ alone, we now have access to him and the newness of life that he alone brings, which lasts for all of eternity. And here's the thing, that newness of life is on offer for each and every single person, no matter who we are, no matter what we've done. You might sit here and think, hey, hey Paul, I've, I've lived a pretty good life up until this point. Or you might sit here and think, oh, look, Paul, that sounds great, but you don't know the things I've done. You don't know how I've lived my life. You, you don't know the sin I've committed. Well, here's the thing. Life in Jesus Christ is offered to each one of us and a relationship with God is found in the same way for each and every person through Christ and the fact that he's risen from the grave because here's the thing it's not about you or me and how we have lived our lives it's about Jesus how he lived his life and that he is who he says he is and he did the things he said he would do and for anyone that believes in him anyone no matter who we are or what we've done, that believes that Jesus is who he says he is and that he has done the things that he says he will and has done, then instead of being separated from the God of the entire universe, we're united with him in a new life. We get a fresh start. No matter what we've done in the past, no matter how we've lived in the past, we're given this new life that's found in Christ and Christ alone. So, I just want to encourage you that if that is a new life that you encountered long ago, praise God for that. Never let that become just so familiar that you take it for granted, but praise God that He has brought you into relationship with Him in this new life. And if you are yet to encounter this new life and it's something you'd like to know more about, I guarantee you it's a decision you'll never regret. And so please, come and chat to me after service or anyone sitting around you. And simply say, hey, I just want to know more about this new life that's in Jesus. That's a question you're never going to regret asking. So let me pray and then we'll share about what's happening next. Oh, dear God, thank you for who you are and all you've done for us. Thank you that you died on the cross in our place for our sins. But you did not stay dead. You rose to life three days later. And with that, You give us an invitation to join you, not in death, but in life, a new life that is only found in you that lasts for all eternity. So God, if we're sitting here this morning and that's a new life that we uh, encountered years ago, may we give thanks to you and praise you for that. And if that's a new life that we don't know much about, may we not leave here this morning without just asking someone, hey, can you tell me more about this new life in Jesus Christ? Amen. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to hand over.